Welcome to the first share on Lukote Terra, Daf Aleph. Now, to note that Lukote Terra starts the Dafim again, this is Daf Aleph the first time, which is Parashas Beshalach. So the Maimah begins with a Pasuk from the Parsha of Beshalach regarding the Mon. The Mon uh, fell each day, and then on Friday it, there was a double portion, and then on uh, Shabbos it didn't fall again. So anyway, so the Pasuk says that Ra'ul, with this is Moshe explaining what's going on, why the change from the regular, he says, Ra'ul, see, ki nos, ki Hashem, nos lachem Shabbos, Hashem has given you the Shabbos. And that's why Mon is uh, falling differently. It's double on Friday, etc. Now, in uh, Medrash, Tilim, so it, it, it explains that Moshe is telling them that everything about Shabbos is doubled, that the uh, the Omer is double, that meaning that everyone got a double portion of Mon on, on Friday, the carbon is double, that on a regular day there was, uh, it says, that you have one sheet lamb as a carbon in the morning and one lamb as a carbon in the afternoon, whereas on Shabbos, you, the, car, the special carbon of Shabbos is two lambs. And also the, the mitzvahs of Shabbos are doubled. There's both the positive mitzvah, Zohar, to remember, and the, the negative precept of Shomer to observe, to make sure not to go against uh, the, uh, the uh, principles of Shabbos by working when it's meant to be a day of rest. In another medrash, it says that Shabbos is equal to all mitzvahs. So we need to explain these medrashim and their spiritual significance First, a question. We say in the davening of Shabbos, in Shemayin Esrei, we say, sanctify us with your mitzvahs. So in other words, we're asking Hashem, please sanctify us with your mitzvahs. Now, whenever we say a mitzvah normally, we say, that bless are you, Hashem, who sanctified us with his commandments, meaning that we're already sanctified, and it's just a fact that through mitzvahs we're sanctified. Whereas here on Shabbos we say, as a request, please sanctify us through your commandments. So to understand this, we'll first explain why mitzvahs, Torah mitzvahs are called the path of Hashem. Like we see that that Torah is called that it's uh, ways are ways of pleasantness. So we see that there is a path or a way. And similarly, it says that the the descendants of Avram should guard, they will guard the path of Hashem. So what's this idea of calling it a path? So to understand that, uh, we'll quote the uh, the, uh, Gemara, uh, the Gemara's comments on the Pasuk, Ki Hashem Tzorei Lamim, uh, and the Gemara says that uh, the Ka Hashem's name Yud K, with the Yud Hashem created Elam Haba, and with the He Hashem created this world. So, what do we mean that the world to come was created with a Yud? There's no physical forms above. So, what there is no Yud. There's no shape of a Yud in the spiritual worlds. So, what what does it mean that the Yud was created used to create the world to come? Okay, so now the the to begin the answer, we know that yud 
is uh, is the numerical value of 10, right? In Gematria, Aleph is one, all the way each letter till Yud is 10. And there are 10 utterances, 10 sayings with which Hashem created the world. He said, let there be life, let there be the sky, etc. And there were 10 utterances to create the world. And uh, the root of the 10 utterances, in other words, the root of the energy of the world is from the 10 commandments, the, the Yud Dibras, which they come from the 10 spheres. There's uh, wisdom, understanding, das, which is like the realization, etc. And then the emotional attributes. And all of this uh, can only uh, be revealed and can only uh, shine through um, great symptoms and great contractions because Hashem is really totally above spheres. And uh, anything created has no uh, value. Com- it's it's nothing compared to Hashem. More than the difference between something uh, physical compared to something spiritual is the difference between something spiritual compared to Hashem. And uh, the world can only be created through. Uh, so so the world's created through the Asarim Amaras through the ten utterances, and they they themselves. Uh, come uh, as a response to our efforts, which is called a halas man. Although at the beginning there's only Hashem, but afterwards everything works based on ours from above, awakens uh, from below, awakens from above. Now, the Pasuk says, that with you, with you Hashem, is the source of life. Now, with you refers to uh, means that uh, that Hashem is really beyond the being the source of Chaim, the source of life. It's just with Him, but it's not actually Him. And now the Chaim life also means pleasure. So therefore, we, therefore the pasuk means that the source of pleasure is with Hashem, but uh, a ray from Hashem, but not Hashem Himself. To explain, so uh, the the world to come, uh, is the world where the neshamas are rewarded and the pleasure that the neshamas receive is from closeness with Hashem and understanding Hashem. And without understanding, uh, there's no pleasure. That's the whole pleasure. Therefore, the pleasure, therefore the pleasure obviously has to uh, come into a form that can be received by the souls in 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 the world to come, and that's why they are called yes, a, 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 a self, an ego, and that's because and like the pasuk says, yesh, to inherit, to bequeath, to uh, to um, the lovers of Hashem yes. Um, and this yesh we're translating here to mean that the gift of Ghanadin that these neshamas, the souls receive for their for their Torah and mitzvahs, yesh it's it's uh, with the self with ego because only once he understands Hashem that is the pleasure of Ghanadin, and uh, so, and therefore it's only and and that's the meaning of kiimcha mekarachaim. That um, that uh, the source of all pleasures uh, that the neshamas received is imchot with Hashem. So on one hand, it's it's right there with Him. On the other hand, it's not actually. Um, and uh, therefore, the neshamas, uh, they the souls are 
be below this uh, pleasure that they're receiving, and they aren't because the the pleasure is from understanding of a high level Hashem. Uh, but it it has to come through a symptom through a big contraction, uh, in order for the the souls to be able to take it in and to receive it. And that's why uh, it says that the Yud that the world to come is created with a Yud. Yud is the smallest of the letters and it represents a deep contraction. And that contraction, that uh, limitation and concealment is necessary uh, in order for the light of Hashem to come down and be able to be received by the Nishamas. Um, that, and this Yud First letter of Hashem's name. So, to in order to have revelation of godliness, it starts off with a contraction, then can be hey development, then vav, which is some shacha bringing Hashem's light down, and uh, this this uh, uh, process starts with the yod, like we said, in order because in order to have. Uh, re- to bring down light from Hashem's unlimited unlimited self, uh, so there needs to be a symptom. There needs to be a contraction in order for it to be able to be received. But it's not meant to be a full contraction, a full concealment. It's only meant to be in order that they can receive, but still leaving as much of Hashem's light as possible. Lot similar to what the Gemara says in Psachim, that you should always uh, teach. You should always teach your students in a short manner. It doesn't mean to block out the depth of the ideas. It just means that if you say your point in short, then the students are able to better understand it. So it's for the purpose of revelation and understanding. Now, uh, we have this in Torah as well, that there's Torah, and the written Torah and our old Torah. The written Torah is very much uh, in short, and the Torah is more developed and more at length. And that's why Torah is called Musar Avicha. It's called the uh, guidance of the Father, whereas Torah is called Torah Simecha. It's, the, it's uh, the guidance of the Mother. So what's the difference that the father just gives the point in short, whereas the mother is the full development. And this is the same in the uh, conception and, and uh, development of the fetus and then the baby that the father's just uh, one point uh, that the, the, that he gives to initiate. And then the development is on the mother. And uh, that's so that one point is like the yurt. And then afterwards, we move on to the hay, which is the development and spreading out and revelation, which happens in the oral Torah. And uh, that is, uh, th- that's why it says that the Yud, that with the Yud, the world to come is created, uh, which, which is the initiate, initiating the and starting of the process of uh, bringing down Hashem's light. And then the next step is the hay, which allows it to develop further. And the the after the the Hashem's light goes through you, it goes through its symptoms, then it divides into many details and many different levels. And then with the hay, uh, once there's this concealment of the light, it's able to develop into different ways. And then the hay is the actual development. 
uh, with all, all, all the details uh, created, like it says, Behibaram, which you can read as Behibaram, that Hashem created uh, everything through the hay, which uh, is the development and all the details that can come once uh, Hashem's light goes through an initial symptom, an initial contraction. Uh, over to the second column. This is why in order for Sarah to give birth, uh, there had to be a uh, name change. She was first called Sarai, ending with a Yud, and then it changed to Sarah, ending with a Hay, because uh, the the although when uh, bring down Hashem's light, it's through a Yud. It can only happen through a concealment. But when it comes down into this world, it needs specifically a hay, which hay represents malchus, which is uh, what allows for another, and uh, th- that's what allows Hashem's light to actually come down here. And when once we, we're talking about in in this world, then we don't want a uh, a, a symptom. A big symptom would be problematic. We actually want specifically. Uh, Gilui, revelation, and therefore the hay is what's needed ne- uh, in this world. We find a similar concept about hair. Is growing out the hair, is that good or bad? We find with the uh, with the um, nazir that growing out hair is good. On the other hand, we find with uh, women, it says sarbisha erva, that the hair should be covered with married women so what's the difference and the same thing by the way with levine that the hair was uh, shaved off at the, the beginning of the the mishkan so the explanation is that nazir represents this overpowering spiritual energy and therefore needed to go through a, a limitation a symptom and hair represents that limitation of the, the spiritual energy on the other hand uh Women, and this is similar with the Levium, they represent uh, Hashem's light as it can be received within worlds, and therefore it specifically has to it has to come without further symptom because it's already limited. So once it's already in the Mamale Malchus mode, it's already in the mode of thinking about the recipient, we don't want to limit it any further because then it will totally um, hide the spiritual energy. Okay, so uh, therefore, in this world, we don't want any more concealment. It's already concealed enough. And uh, so now we can understand why the, this world is specifically with a hay, which is spreads out and, and allows a lot of revelation not to have any further concealment. This doesn't apply only to our physical world, but in general it applies to Biyah, uh, to the worlds of Bria Terasia, which are all, they all have some level of independence from uh, Hashem, and they're all limited to a degree. Even if they're high spiritual worlds, but they still have a limit in terms, in terms of the, uh, the light of Hashem there and, and the understanding there. Whereas Alma uh, Discasia, the hidden world, so that that is created with a yud, meaning that the process begins with a yud, with a symptom con- a contraction, in order in order that the neshamas, the souls there, are able to receive and have pleasure from Hashem's light. Uh, whereas the Alma Discalia, the revealed worlds, they're created with a hey that there we there we want every everything as fully developed as possible with no further concealment, and. Uh, this is called 
Olam Hazer, this world, because the because uh, when you say this, it means something you can point to, which is which and which is Alma Disgaya, the revealed world, something that we can point to, some uh, something that is uh, understood and uh, to us uh, physical beings and creations in general, and uh, then uh, also. Uh, uh, so then another reason why it's called Olamazeh, this world is based on the apostle of the the world of this corresponding to this, that Hashem made everything with opposites at, uh, at equal measure. So in our world, you have both the Nevshalikis, uh, the godly soul, but it's also there's the body in which can, covers it and conceals its spiritual light. And they're both uh, mixed with each other and corresponding to each other. And that's why it's called Olmazed, the world of this, meaning the world of Zel Olmazed, the world of equal measure, both to revelation of godliness and concealment of godliness. And therefore, specifically in this world, we're able to accomplish, uh, to, to make another Zer, to make Zer Kaili Van Veu, this is my God, and I'll glorify him on the other hand. Once Mashiach comes, then we can't achieve anything more like is explained elsewhere. Base, second base. So now, uh, so this uh, revelation of Hashem, which starts with the Yud, which is the contraction, which is needed in order to have Elam to have uh, pleasure from the ray of Hashem, and then the Hay, which is in our worlds of Biyah, of <clears throat> that in, in order to uh, in order to uh, create the world to be you, you don't want any further symptom like the Bosik says um the hibaram also means uh besides what we said before that it was created with a hay it also means that it could be read as the Ibrahim but Abraham that with Abraham meaning that through our efforts our arousal from below which is uh that's what uh, allows for the revelation of Hashem, and, and that's also the meaning of the word is created through kindness, meaning through our efforts, like Avram, to reveal Hashem, and that's through Torah Mitzvah. And like it says that uh, Adam and Chava were placed in Gan Eden, in the Garden of Eden, in order to work there and to guard it. So uh, the Laavda to work it refers to the 248 positive mitzvahs. And Lashamra to guard, guard the garden, refer to the 365 negative uh, mitzvahs, meaning that uh, through our mitzvahs we add extra, uh, extra revelation of the pleasure of Hashem uh, in Gan Eden. This is also the meaning of the pasuk at the end of Tehillim, Ka Neshama Tzahalo Ka, that we say in Davening, that every soul praises Hashem. This word to Hallel, besides meaning praise, it also mean it also connotes revelation, like the Pasuk says Balu talking about the candle shining. Uh, because then the soul, uh, it it's reveals godliness. And uh, that is through this process of first a symptom, a contraction, and then allowing afterwards Hashem's light to spread, so the yud and then the hay. And that's why the neshama, the soul, is called the lamp of Hashem. 
that it, it's a lamp that reveals, it shines Hashem. As we explained in Torah Arapashas Mikates. Now, why is uh, this Hamshacha, uh, this uh, bringing down of Hashem's light specifically through mitzvahs? The, the reason is because mitzvahs touch all the way to Hashem's inner pleasure. Like it says, I'm skipping a few words in the middle of the Pasuk, but that the Torah is Hashem's uh, pleasure. But that pleasure couldn't stake just for Hashem in order for it to come down to us uh, and to be revealed to the souls in Gan Eden. That is like the continuation of the Pasuk. So first says, and then that, uh, that it, it is something that uh, people can play with, have pleasure with. So the Torah and mitzvahs brings down Hashem's pleasure to us. And that's uh, the meaning of, of learning Torah Lishma, learning Torah for its own sake. Uh, in order to, meaning for the Torah itself, that the Torah can, uh, is what brings Hashem's uh, pleasure, reveals Hashem's pleasure uh, to us. And uh, that's why Torah is called the path of Hashem. And it says, what type of path is it? It's It's the path of pleasantness. So Nayam uh, is pleasantness and sweetness, and that which uh, refers to pleasure, uh, which Torah brings down Hashem's uh, pleasure. And like we said, that Imcham Mekarachayim with you is the source of life. And we explain that the source of life also means the source of pleasure over the page. Skipping the uh, brackets, the small brackets, uh, and with small writing uh, of sources. Now, on the top of the second side, it says the Torah is called a path uh, with through which Hashem's pleasure comes down and is revealed. It's like a path that you go from place to place. And it says uh, in plural, uh, 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 paths. Uh, so what is this paths in plural? So there's chesed, gvor, and teferes. Uh, there's the side of the right, which is loving kindness, and the left is severity, and then and 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 being uh, strict and cons- and uh, keeping to the rules, and then Tiferes, uh, uh, beauty and compassion in the middle. So these uh, represents Torah, Avod, and Gemilas Chasadim. So, and th- and this is similar to the three ways uh, by three ways by which uh, a woman can get married the Mishnah says at the beginning of Kedushin that it can be with star with Kesav Sharon Bia through something of uh, money or something worth money something of value given to her or with the document given to her or through Bia through intimacy so uh, the, in this uh, context, so the the woman uh, refers to Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish collective, who are one, who are marrying and becoming one with Hashem. And there's three methods: there's through kesef, money that refers to Gemilas Hasadim, doing acts of kindness that you could give of your possession to others. 
and then the, the document that refers to Taira, and then Bia, intimacy, that refers to Karbanas, which Karbanas come from the word Kira, to come close, that we come close to Hashem, and we, uh, are, we uh, are one with Hashem, become one with Hashem, and now, instead of Karbanas, we have Davening, when we daven with 18 uh, brachas, original brachas of Shemayin Esrei, which correspond to the 18 uh, vertebrae of the uh, spine, and they are this uh, path uh, with, by which the uh, by which the uh, shefa, the flow of energy from the mind, comes down. So that's the mitzvahs in general. But more specifically, every mitzvah is its own pathway to bring down the pleasure in Hashem. And as we said, this comes down first through a yud, which is first through contraction, and then a hey, then spreading out, and that's Hashem's name, yud, and then yud, and then hey, first the yud, and therefore the world to come is created with the yud, and then the hey. So we've we've quoted earlier the pasuk Kim So imcha means that it's with Hashem, but not actually Hashem. Uh, rather, it's just Hashem's name, which is not His essence. And uh, so, the source of pleasure of Hashem is not Hashem's very essence, but it's with Hashem, Hashem's name. And uh, Atik, uh, which the Kabbalists uh, call uh, the source of Hashem's pleasure, Atik. Uh, so that's Aaron uh, Sof. So it's Hashem's unlimited light, but not actually Hashem's essence. Now, there's a big difference between ha- pleasure as it is with us versus pleasure of Hashem, that uh, with us, pleasure is something outside of us, whereas with Hashem, the pleasure is something from from himself, from within himself. Like, let's say a person has pleasure from uh, a nice, uh, a tasty food or from an interesting idea. It, whereas with Hashem, it's not from something outside of himself. And uh, with Hashem, there's nothing but Hashem. And unlike with, unlike with us, because even with any sphera, even with Chachma, so you already have the uh, you have t- two things together. You have the idea, and then that idea causes pleasure. Uh, so it's not essential pleasure, which is just the essential pleasure is just a pleasure from one's very being. And uh, uh, it's simple, it's without any cause. Whereas uh, with uh, pleasure, with us, generally it's it's limited. Now, when a person, uh, there are certain things that give a person pleasure and then other things that uh, disturb a person and give a person pain. So, so we've got uh, good... And bad. What does someone call good? Whatever gives him pleasure. And what is bad? Whatever disturbs him. Now we end up in uh, in uh, Bernafashes. We say lahachis bem nefesh kochai. And this word lahachia is it means both to enliven, just that the food keeps us going, but also lahachis meaning pleasure that these foods give us pleasure, like it uh, talks about in Arachayim. And 
Uh, so when a person in, uh, works, whether it's he works on his business to make a profit, uh, and that's because he can, that is his pleasure, or someone else who works to understand an idea because that is his pleasure, and that's what he take, gets pleasure from. And there are many different types of pleasures. There's a pleasure from food, which is the sense of taste, and uh, then there's pleasures from s- the sense of smell, and uh, there's different pleasures from um, s- from what you hear, which from the, whether you hear um, someone has a nice way of pronouncing words, or someone tells a joke, or or something else that you're interested in, and you hear and gives you pleasure, or even the idea of speaking out when there's something worrying you, and you speak it out, and then it makes it makes the person uh, calm. So then you have pleasure and it pushes away pain, which is the opposite of pleasure. Or you might like hearing someone who has a nice voice or a, a nice or a nice in, array of instruments. And similarly, we have pleasure in uh, sight, in seeing things which are uh, beautiful or interesting. And certainly there's pleasure from from intellect and emotions, from ideas and from relationships. But all these pleasures are only the external pleasure because they're all outside of the person. And th- this is what came down with Shirasakalim, with the breaking of the vessels of the world of Teo, the world of chaos. And it's only the external and the leftovers for, for the higher level of godly pleasure. And there's like a uh, sky which separates between, like it says, the sky separates between the high, higher waters and the lower waters. So similarly, there's this separation between the higher pleasures and lower pleasures. And that's why uh, even a thousand years of pleasure in this world is nothing compared to even a moment of pleasure in Ganeden. And even Ganeden, that's only the lower level of Ganeden. Uh, and... Even that, Prikhyava says, is more than the entire life of pleasure in this world. And then, then there's even high levels of Ganadin. Because of the great pleasure of Ganadin, it says, this is on the fourth column, the final column, uh, it says it, about uh, Acher, that he was originally a Talmud Chacham, he was a, he was a scholar of the Mishnah, and then he went off and he left Yiddishkeit. So, so his student, Rabbi May, said that it is worthwhile for him to be judged and punished in Gehenim in order for him afterwards to receive Ganadin. That shows how, how great the pleasure of Ganadin is, even though Gehenim is a deeper pain than anything of this world, but still Ganadin is it's worthwhile because it's such a great pleasure. And then there's the, as we said, there's the high, low level of Ganadin and then the high level of Ganadin, the lower and high level of paradise. And they're so different that there needs to be this river that the souls immerse in, a spiritual river, in order to uh, remove the perspective of the lower Ganadin in order to enter into the high Ganadin. And there are, in, the truth is not only two levels of Ganadin, but there's infinite levels in Ganadin. Like we, like we say in uh, Shemayin Esrei, we say, the holy ones, meaning the Neshamas, the souls in Ganadin, they praise Hashem every day, uh, every day eternally, meaning that they're constantly going to high and higher levels. 
And uh, so this is this idea of eternal uh, pleasure is uh, is uh, uh, is like Atik, which it's a ray from Atik, which is Hashem's pleasure. And uh, Atik is uh, encloses itself in Binah, like when you understand an idea deeply, so that so that's a uh, that that creates that uh, creates a, a deep pleasure. And the ultimate pleasure is from revelation of Hashem. And that's why the souls, they enjoy, they have pleasure from uh, understanding of Hashem in, in Ghanedin, in paradise. And uh, the pleasure can only happen through understanding and therefore it must come into Chachman Binah, into wisdom and understanding. Uh, Hashem's light, which is originally unlimited, and starts off that, that with only it's a pleasure from Hashem's pleasure from himself. And all it only comes from, as we said, Imcha with Hashem, but not Hashem himself, because Hashem's essence is even beyond uh, the pleasure for, that the inner pleasure that comes from oneself. Okay, just as an example, uh, when you at a, at a deeply in, 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 in air, uh, a deeply significant event that just touches one's essence, like you know, a wedding of a child, perhaps, or or something of that vein. So then, this sort of essential pleasure is manifest uh, to a degree, and to a lesser degree, uh, just when a person is just you know, a person might be just sort of relaxing. Had a nice shower, just relaxing, just feels good inside themselves. So that's like sort of an essential pleasure. It's not from something; it's just this inner sense of pleasure. But either way, that the source of all that is the uh, godly pleasure, and even that is only with Hashem, not Hashem Himself. Gimel. Now, mitzvahs, the commandments are Hashem's will, Hashem's rotzen, His desire, and. Ratzain is it so it's only the external, uh, like it, it says in uh, in Pasha's uh, consistent, it says that you'll see my back, but you won't see my face because the the face, the inner part, is pleasure, and that's the inner part of Ratzain, and then the Ratzain, which dictates uh, one's desire, or in this case, Hashem's desire, that's the external. Because uh, pleasure is what what the the person or what the what the one what Hashem uh, deeply wants, and then rotzain is the desire to obtain what is pleasurable. That when someone has pleasure in something, therefore he wants it. That's why rotzain is the external, and einek pleasure is the internal. And so that's why Hashem says that the pleasure is not revealed only the external versus Achari, you'll only see my back, meaning only the external, meaning what I want, that will be revealed, which is the mitzvahs. But what's inside it, inside that desire, is the pleasure that Hashem has from the mitzvahs. And, but that is concealed and uh, beyond us. Now, when we say the bracha before doing a mitzvah, we say Asher Kedishon of a mitzvah, so who sanctified us with his mitzvahs. But this word Asher, that, it also means 
but Ashri, like Asher's, Asher, Asher's name, which comes from the meaning of being fortunate or, or having pleasure um, and, uh, or, or, or uh, uh, praise, praising something. So you praise something because it's very special, it's very pleasurable. And uh, that's why it says about Asher, it says that he, that that he dips his feet in oil. Uh, That uh, oil refers to Chachma and Asher, who is pleasures beyond Chachma. He only dips his feet, the bottom of Asher, into uh, Chachma, because uh, pleasure is beyond wisdom. Now, Basic difference between the front and the back, because we said Hashem says you only see my back, which refers to Ratsin, not, not my face, not my front, is that uh, the front, the face, has all different, or, uh, it has the eyes, the nose, everything looks different, whereas the back is just flat. And it's all the same. Uh, vi- vision, hearing, is all, sense, it's all very different. Uh, so Ratzain is all the same, that Hashem, Hashem wants the mitzvahs and that's it. And all mitzvahs are the same. It's, these are all what Hashem wants. Yes, it's something, it's something important, but it's something where everything is equal. And, uh, and uh, Hashem wants it because of the pleasure in it. And that's why it's, uh, it, Torah is called Zmiros, it's like when you have a, a beautiful song and you can play the same song or sing the same song many times. However, inside that rotzen is the pleasure, and the pleasure is uh, different. Every mitzvah is a specific type of pleasure. And uh, they're not, each mitzvah is different. Uh, each mitzvah has its own intention and its own meaning. And like like the different pleasures, the pleasure from vision, from seeing nice things, the pleasure from hearing nice things. So each one is its own style. And uh, similarly, pleasure has uh, all all different uh, all different uh, levels and styles. And each mitzvah has its own pleasure over to the top of tough base. Not like rotten, where everything's the same. <coughs> So the way is called a path because that's how we bring down Hashem's uh, light to us. But they, they, they can either be, in terms of rotten, they're all one path, whereas in terms of ainek, pleasure, they're all different paths. And that's why it says derech Hashem in singular and also derechecha in plural. Uh, when we talk about pleasure, then there's a, there's a multiplicity of paths. Each mitzvah gives its own pleasure and brings down Hashem's light differently. Although every mitzvah does this, but the one which is mentioned specifically with Avram is that he will teach his uh, his children to to go in the ways of way of Hashem to observe tzedakah. Why specifically is tzedakah mentioned? Because it's the the general one of the mitzvahs, which includes all the mitzvahs. Because the mitzvahs are uh, there's 248 positive mitzvahs, and uh, they they are nine times nine times three, because the nine is the nine spheres uh, to their full dimension is nine times nine. And then uh, each sphere has the inner part, the, 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 uh, the, the top, the, the core and the, um, 
the how it stretches out below it, top core and the, the middle and uh, feet of each uh, sphero, top uh, core and bottom of each sphero. So that equals so we've got nine times nine times three is two hundred forty three, and then the they're expanded through the hey chasadim the five attributes of kindness, and that that is uh, tzedakah which adds a chesed dimension and the, which is needed for to, to for all the positive mitzvahs. And that's actually why there's 248 mitzvahs. And therefore tzedakah is the general one of all the mitzvahs. And it's like when someone is going forward uh, that and he first takes his right hand, is marching with his right hand first. And then after the right hands, then the whole body follows. And similarly with mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs follow after tzedakah. Okay, so in short, we're talking about how the mitzvahs are the way or ways of Hashem. And uh, this is uh, in order to bring Hashem's light down. First, there's a contraction to conceal it in order for not to be too much so it's able to be received. But then once that happens, then we want it to be revealed. And therefore, this world is created with a hay, not to have any further concealment. And um, the mitzvahs, uh, in the mitzvahs is Hashem's pleasure, but what's revealed in the mitzvahs is how the Hashem's desire. But the reason Hashem desires it is because it's his pleasure. And while desire is all one thing, this, will, what, this is what Hashem wants. In terms of the pleasure, each one is different. We'll continue the mimer tomorrow.